Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's good? This is Trapping Anonymous. My name is Chris Styles. Y'all already know what time it is. Happy to hear from you guys and see you guys again. I got a big, 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 big announcement coming up. So I hope everybody that's in the NYC area is on deck for that. NYC, it's time to go live. Trapping Anonymous live. I got some details coming up for that. So if you are in the NYC area, please show some love. Um, I got an interesting topic, I would say. It was actually requested, highly requested, more than a lot of people would um, probably think. But I've kind of been reluctant to do an episode like this um, <laughs> for obvious reasons, for things you're going to hear like throughout this episode. Um, but I just think, yo, why not? Like, It's time to really just tap into every part of like anything that deals with like life, especially in this new generation, especially as we're growing older, like nothing is off, off limits. Nothing is too taboo. And, you know, I'm willing to take that risk, you know, being a heterosexual male, (laughs) you know, to sit here and let's do queer anonymous, man. Let's, 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 let's get to those stories too. Like let's try to get to some of the psychology behind the people in the LGBTQ community and really get a grasp on the things that they go through. And if there's anything we could do to, you know, help build, bridge that gap and just make the conversation more comfortable. Um, I think that's something that we owe to everyone and the community as well. So you know what it is, man. It's only entertainment. Please don't get me indicted. This is Trap and Anonymous. My name is Chris Stiles. Let's go. Let's go, bro. What's good? <laughs> Yo, this, <laughs> this is wild. I know I had hit you up uh, for a minute about this. I've been wanting to get this episode done. Um, I don't know, man. I've, I've been kind of scared. You know, <laughs> I've been kind of scared. I'll jump right into it. Like, growing up, being gay, quote unquote, um, it was just this, what, like, big, like, fuck out of here. Yeah. Anything yeah. that even looks like it's going to... Kinda, sorta become. We just like yo, fuck that. Yeah. We don't. We don't want nothing to do with that. With no part of that. We don't want to hear it. We don't want to be around it. And before it was kind of a place where you wouldn't see it on TV. Right. You wouldn't see it walking down the street. You wouldn't see it anywhere. You know what I mean? It was just like the big, the big secret, right? And now it's you see it in TV, movies, shows. You see it outside. You see it in parties. You you see gay people everywhere. But that's like the natural thing, right? Like because yeah, gay people natural, are everywhere. It's a natural, it's a natural progression, progression of just being like, like this exists, this and it's time to not, not like hide it or be it afraid of it, or like kind of try and understand, understand it. it. And, and instead, instead of, of you know being, being like, like okay, okay, well you be over there, and like that's where the peace, that's where we're gonna keep the peace. It's like no, it's like you guys exist, and you're not as scary as we thought you were. You're not as you know. I don't know, crazy as you thought right. we were. Like, you're people just like us, and you, you know, you're humans. And so it's like, you yeah, know, like, we can... no, the ill part about it, because even like when you're, the way you're talking and, and articulating it 
articulating it to me, it's like, I like to compare it to like old, like white people <laughs> and like casting out black people, right? And just, you know, the whole nigger thing, the slavery, you know, the, just the ideology that black people are just these negative people. We don't want to be around them, X, Y, Z, right? They don't want to come out of that mentality. Now we're in a world where black people are everywhere. They're on TV. You know, they don't, st they still don't get their just due, but we have made strides. It was a black president. You know what I mean? And still some of those white, ide those white people still have those ideas in their head. They still have those, those stigmas. Like you like. Comparing the the struggles in a way between how white people used to used to and still do see black people, it's the way now you, white people sort of quote unquote accept black people because they're here and around and so prominent within culture is the same way um, heterosexual people are seeing queer people, exactly. people trans people yes. to a lesser extent well, we have a lot more to work on oh, on no, that front we are not sure. perfect by yeah. any stretch of the imagination um, and a lot of times within you know the black community and within the gay community it there's no matter it almost seems as if no matter how far we get we always get this reminder that like they will will never be equal yeah and 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 it's a sort of like um Everybody has like an inherent level of racism within white people. There's an inherent level of homo um, homophobia within straight people, and it's yes, and it and it's to say like That's yes, facts. all white people are racist, low key. That it, yes, I, and it is. It's not like it's not even up for debate. Like there is a level of racism, and it's it's about actively. And I don't think it's like even something that they're always conscious of. No. I don't think that no. it's like, I'm trying to be, you know, this, that, and third. It's just the way you're brought up, the way you are to society. And it's and it's not even always like, I mean, racism is always violent, but there's like levels of it where it's like somebody, like a white person can say something really fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh. And they don't even they, know. They didn't really mean to be like racist. That was just like some dumb white people shit that they said. Right. And there's like a way to like, they can make up for it. Right. And it's like the same way where it's like every hetero person and even like every gay person has a level of like inherently hom homophobic thinking yeah. within themselves. And that it's... That's yeah, just no, that's it. just how it is. And like, even, even now, and I'm going to just be completely honest, I didn't want to do an episode like this because... It's just like, hey, yo, like <laughs> the, the fact that no homo was is such a big thing in the black community, especially. It's just like no homo after every line, after every sentence. You know how it was growing up. Yeah. It was forbidden to just even think about anything gay. And even if you had a gay thought or if you said something gay or whatever it is, it's like, whoa, whoa, I got to reverse this. You know? No, yeah, no. I can't say that. I mean, I growing up like all my, I mean, again, I'm Latin, and like all my friends were either like Puerto Rican, Dominican, or black, yeah. or like a, a combination of them, and so it was just like I, and and it, and I then I had like some white friends from my old school, and they were super comfortable making gay jokes or doing like you know things were funny between them like as like gay and blah 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 like haha yeah like oh man don't touch my dick bro like ha ha yeah, ha. Yeah. That wasn't the case, like at all. Like with Spanish and Black people, it was just like, "Hey, yo, what the fuck?" Yeah, like, it like, wasn't like there was no there was no <laughs> level of like funniness or comfort. It was just like an automatic like, 
what the fuck. Yo, dog, <laughs> I remember when we first met. This was back in high school. We had like. Yeah, this was like a, 10 years ago. Yeah, 10 like, years ago. Like, you was not gay. <laughs> no, it's like there's nothing you're no, gonna say. You fucked mad bitches. You had all the hoes. Like <laughs> I remember vividly. You know, this is Trevor Donovan. I'm not gonna disclose that I dare you none of my guests. Not that you care, not, but not you were not gay. No, I mean I I wasn't. I mean I mean okay. Like let's just talk about my sexuality. I am. I would say I'm 100% bisexual. Like, as far as my attraction to women and attraction to men goes, it's equal. But as far as, like, dating-wise, I live a gay-ass lifestyle. Like, mm. I go to, like, pretty much only gay parties. Right. I, like, hang around mostly gay people. Um, and, like, I do gay shit. Right, right, So right. it's, like, for me to, like, date a woman, like, I've dated women. Like, I'm dating women now. And I just find it sometimes it gets a little bit difficult because. And they know that. Oh, they fully know. Like, so to, to some of them, it's a turn on. Really? To some of them, like. Some women I would feel like would be like, oh, yeah. I'm but, not dealing with no nigga that, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, no, for sure. Like, there's definitely women that I've come across who's like, oh, like, I, I think you're cute and I'm attracted to you, but I don't know how I feel about that. Like, because, because, like, it's just, and I like, I, I used to like offend me, but now I'm just like, okay, like, I don't care because there's like, there's so many women that actually are okay with that, and it's almost like a turn on for them, right, right, right. So it doesn't bother me anymore. Um, and you could kind of be like the gay friend <laughs> that's, yeah, and I mean, that's and, fucking the girl. Anyway, did you see that clip? It was a, a viral, yes, video, yeah, the of, video this of guy. Like, oh, I was fucking some girl, and, and this guy literally told a story about how he was the gay friend, and the boyfriend knocked on the, his girlfriend's door, and he just finished having sex with her. Yeah, and then when he came in the room. He just put the gay voice on and just was, you know, yeah, girl, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. You can't even trust the gays. A bunch, of, <laughs> yeah, a bunch of people tagged me in that. They're like, yo, this is you. I'm like, it's not, not me. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, so my question to you is like, me knowing you 10 years ago, right, and you like getting all the girls just down the third. I remember I used to like jokingly call you gay. Like, but we oh. called we called everybody gay. Yeah, no, well, <laughs> that me, was like what we did. No, and me, like, especially like I always got that in high school, and like that, like I, and it didn't bother me because like I knew I got, I bagged bitches, yeah, yeah. like you know, we, didn't like you was fly, me. you had the outfit, yeah, like, like it was no, it was like okay, we call gay, or maybe he looks a little flamboyant or a little like feminine, but he dates a lot of women. He's always at the parties, like at least six women, like right, 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 blah, yeah, like, yeah. He was just known for that. Yeah, so um, I mean. It never bothered me, but that's that's when when I did start to come to terms with my sexuality and that I was more, like increasingly, I guess, attracted to men or being okay with the fact or coming to terms that I was attracted to men. Um, it bugged me a lot because it wasn't that I wasn't attracted to women. Mm -hmm. Like in my head, I was like, "Why can't I just be gay?" Mm. Like it really, really, really. That shit was me. fucking with you. Yeah. Because it was just this, it would be so much easier if I was just one or the other. Right. And especially for my exes too, for my, you know, ex-girlfriends that were seeing me with guys, they were like, so did you never... Even give a fuck about me? And I'm like, no. Like, 
I fully did. I really did find you attractive. It's just that I also have this other side of me that's okay. real, that's there, and I have to embrace it, and I have to be authentic to myself. And So what do you think about like when people go back and they just start talking about you know, the psychology that goes into it, right? All gay people have been like molested. They've been, they've, or they've been touched or something happened in their past. Do you, have you ever been molested? No, I've never been touched. I've never been sexually abused. I've never, um, I think that that way of thinking comes from a way, like an, a really archaic thinking of trying to like explain the gay away. Um, and it, it's just not true because there's so many straight people who have been sexually abused and are not gay that are not gay that are not sexual deviants that are not you know and i think it's really unfair to sexual abuse survivors to like kind of frame them as damaged or like they will always be mm. damaged mm. and especially then continue to further like gay people as damaged like there are plenty of damaged gay people but right. not because of sexual abuse mostly because of homophobia and like homophobic rhetoric mm -hmm. such as like that that yeah yeah so was there like a click was there like a switch where you was like okay one day i'm gay or was it like um did you have to like be down low for a while because you know back then especially back then Bro, you don't want to. You don't want to no, say I'm gay it, or bi or anything. Yeah, like one because once you took one little step into that, you're just like, oh, you're a faggot. It's like, over. Like yeah, like yeah. No, I mean, like for me, it was um, the first time I ever had any sort of like gay thought. I was 14, mm -hmm. um, and I was like, I was at some campground, and um, I saw like this really buff dad playing like football with his son, and I was like. I'm attracted to this man. Right, right, right. I was like, I was like, what? I was like, okay, and that like really confused me. And then I was like, nah, nah, nah that's gay, that's gay, that's gay, chill. Like, you know, <laughs> I was like, nah, 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 that's gay, that's gay. So, and then like, and then the first time I ever actually hooked up with a guy, I was in senior year of high school. Mm -hmm. um, and like some guy just kind of cruised me while I was walking my dog and he got my number. And the whole situation just made me super weird and nervous. And I was like, Hey yo, we just got my number. That's gay. That's gay. It's like nah, 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 nah. And then, and then like the curiosity and the way, like obviously I had like this weird butterfly feeling, mm -hmm. and it made me nervous. So obviously I had a reaction to it. Hey yo, yeah. Nah, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I know, like that's that yeah. was. I was like, hey yo, like what mm -hmm. the fuck? And I hooked up with this guy one time, like when I was like 17. After like, I think I cut gym class to go. Yeah, yeah, hook up with this person, and after I, I had no idea about any sort of gay, like physical, right, right, right. yeah, anything. Mm -hmm. So I just remember I made myself throw up afterwards because I was so afraid of getting an STD because I like had oral sex with this person, right, and I was like, I just didn't know. Now I know that's not how it works, yeah, but like that I just didn't know, and I kind of like put that out of my head. I was like, no, that's really gay. But like after gross. you had did that, right? Mm -hmm. You kind of was just like, all right, it's official. Or were you still like internally battling mm -mm. that in your head it, and yeah. having that? No, because again, it when that first happened, I then 
continue dating women or hooking up with women. And I was like, this doesn't feel wrong. I, I like this still. This still feels good. So you're like, I am good. I'm straight. Yeah. I still get turned on. And I was just in my head. I was saying, okay, I'm only sexually attracted to men a little bit. Whereas that like this whole identity, like I'm not gay as like an identity. It's much more as just like, wow, I can get my dick sucked. Right. But like I can date women. I can be affectionate to women. I can cuddle with women. I can have feelings for women. I see like celebrity too. Like they, they, it was just one person in particular. I remember, I, I won't say his name, but they was just on some like, I like dealing with transsexuals, but I don't like men. Yeah. And that, see, that makes, which that's a good segue to um, when I, my first, or what I thought was my first dealings with um, kind of like a homosexual relationship was when I met my ex, Andrea, who's mm-hmm. Andre at the time, um, or with my ex, who was known as one person, but was known to the public as another um, at the time before they changed their name to, to, to represent their gender that they really were. Um, she wasn't out to the public as a trans woman. Right. She was living her life as a um, androgynous model that kind of... I remember. Yeah. She was like super popular. She was a really, really big model. She yeah. Was the first of you know, her kind as far as like... I remember that. I remember that. Like before Laverne Cox, before like the, the actual modern trans movement was like going. So like nobody really... I didn't even know really what trans meant at the time. Yeah. But for six months while we were like first started dating she wasn't even out to me as trans. So I just saw this person, I was attracted to them as a woman because they, she looked like like a woman. Right. She was un, unclockable as the term is, um, but- uh, Yo, you don't know these days. You don't. I, no, I mean, and, and it's, you know what? Like I, it's not really a term that I like to use because I don't think trans women's um, identities should be valid whether or not they like pass as for cis women or whatever. Um, but in the beginning, I thought I was like, am I, am I gay? Like, I'm in a gay relationship with this person, with this boy. That looks like a girl. That looks like a girl. And I was just really confused until like six months later, she came out to me as trans. And I was like, okay, this makes sense because she's a girl. We only ever do like hetero things as right. far as like positions go, or like whatever with like any genitals. And I mean, obviously later I... So she got her penis removed? She still, I mean, she still, um, I mean, again, I don't know how to word this without being, no, she didn't. She was still pre-op. She was still pre-op. But it, I mean, again, like back in then, back in the context of like back then when I didn't know what any of that stuff meant or was, it made sense to me because we didn't do anything um in in that way okay um <clears throat> and then it made it more it made more sense for my sexuality where it's like i couldn't i didn't feel like i could have um feelings for men like emotional or like could yeah, be romantic you... with a man okay and um and to me knowing that she was a trans woman she's a woman point blank period like and that's just that's how that's how trans women should be seen no mm. matter what parts you have they're women and that's it. Okay. Um, I'll be honest with you. 
a large part of why I wanted to do this episode is because we're we're getting older. We got to kind of change the way we look at gay people, especially if I'm like a black man in America, right? And I want to be treated fairly and not based off of, you know, who I am or what I am and just based off of, you know, the content of my character. We got to have these kinds of tough conversations. It's just that straight men don't want to, nothing to do with gay people, gay men. Nothing to do. Not a high, not a buy. They don't want to be like in business with, you know what I mean? And to be real, a lot of these guys in the industry is on the down low. A lot of these guys is is, is moving like this and they they can't even come out because of their image and because of, you know, and then it's being weaponized. Look at the Dwight Howard situation. And now he he's getting exposed because of what he liked to do on and he got to be on the low because it's not accepted. Right. Everybody got to be accepted. Right. At the end of the day, human no. beings. And 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 that's that's one of the things where it's like it, we have to I mean as a community, there are always going to be people who are like looking to come up and looking to get like their little 15 minutes of fame by exposing people even at the expense of our own humanity mm-hmm. when people are like, "Oh, and not to say that we owe DL people anything. Nobody who I hooked up with when I was on the DL, and I made sure I didn't date people when I was DL. When I was like living this kind of like double life of like not wanting to be out as bi or out as like gay, right. um, I made sure I didn't date people because that's not fair to anyone to be secret. Like I remember when I was first started dating Andrea. Uh, when I first started dating, I remember when I first started dating my ex. Um, I was like, you know what? I have to tell at least my close friends, um, about the situation and what it was, because if I was going to date someone and have feeling for someone, I would never want them to be a secret because I would never want to be a secret to anybody. Um, were you afraid? Yeah, I was afraid because like, um, all of my close friends from high school were still my best friends. Like they're still my best friends now. I just left the crib from seeing them like to come here. Um, and I didn't give them as much credit as I should have because they were my best friends for so long. And I was just afraid that not, I wasn't afraid that they were going to like shun me, but just treat me different. Yeah. And not be the same joking way because, you know, we still like, I still love saying no homo as, as a bisexual, (laughs) as a gay bisexual (laughs) man. Like I still love, it's like hilarious. Um, but I didn't want them to like stop making the same kinds of jokes that that we would make together. So I told one, then I told the other a couple of like weeks later, then the other a couple of months later. And um you know, it was all great. It was all like a positive reaction and maybe it did help that a lot of, I got a lot of gay jokes when I was in high school so the transition was just a little <laughs> yeah. more seamless it was smoother where it was just it's like, like yeah you're gay you're like you know what like yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know it but it was um and i i mean again i can't i am blessed in a, in a way where i didn't grow up being like the victim of like violent homophobia or like gay bashing or like any of that kind of thing and it I I could I could move so seamless, seamlessly, especially because I am 
50 50 by right you know it, it it's it's a lot more belie- like my past isn't a race because people are still like wow remy's still like i still get more girls than a lot half of, of my straight yeah. friends <laughs> like i still have a much more active like heterosexual yeah, yeah, sex yeah, yeah. life no, than no. half of my straight friends no we get it and you always been like a super popular dude you know what i mean even like the business you launched and shit like that so it's like I don't feel like, oh, you was on some like, yo, let me be gay because, you know, I ain't getting no bitches. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> some shit like that. Um, have you ever faced any, like, dangers because, you know, from, like, homophobic people or just, like, slander or just, like, being attacked or verbal abuse or anything like that? Um, I mean, I've always thought I was tougher than I actually am. Like, I've right. always been, like, a scrappy person. I've always been the first to be like, yo, so what up? Like, mm. so it was popping. Like, you know, even though, like, I, not just, I'm not tough. I'm not, like, some, like, right. whatever, but I'm not pussy either. Right. So if someone, like, comes to me, I'm like, okay, like, you might beat me up, but I'm blooding your lip, and I'm not yeah. letting you I'm fighting. assert your whatever assumed masculinity you think you have over me just because I am visibly... <clears throat> gayer than you are right now. To be now. real, I be seeing like a lot of gay dudes whipping oh, niggas ass. Yeah, like. yeah. no, I mean, gay people, gay <laughs> they people be Listen, people think that gay people only just like smack and blah, blah, blah. Nah, they, be, like, they, they be scrapping. And I'm telling you, it's the most femme dudes, the most sissy Marys that yeah. will absolutely pop you in the face for disrespecting. And it's like, yeah. it just, you know, and a lot of it just does come from this assumed like, oh, I can fuck with you i can i can do whatever to you because you're lesser you're less of a man or you're weaker than i am yeah so um, so you was never like a kind of person that people i know no i mean i've never got picked on i've never got bullied i've never got um no one ever fucked with me because of that and i never let it happen when when did you when did you tell your family and what were their reactions i mean any disappointments (laughs) i feel like half i mean for my mexican side of my family um i feel like that's sort of like, I'm still not all of them know for sure. Real until this day. No, I mean it's just like not all of them. Like I've never been like, I've never brought a boy right, right, right. down to meet my family. I've never been, I guess, like openly super gay with them. Mm-hmm. I've just been like me, and like, yeah. they, but they get bothered if I bring a pink bag down. Like I literally like, what do you want pink for? That's like I'm like, oh my god. But like I'm a lot, a lot <laughs> if of, only you knew. Yeah, no, no. Like a lot of them follow me on social media or like Instagram or like Yeah. I mean I don't have Facebook anymore, but a lot of them follow me on Instagram and I'm just kinda like I don't hide anything. Yeah, there. No, you, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm very You're open like, book. I'm an open book. So um but I mean again they they know and if they have a problem with it, they like she, say something. What about your mom? She wasn't Oh my mom was super cool. Like I grew up all my mom's best friends were um were gay i knew wow. who gay was and i had like great representation of like a healthy you know gay men in my life like i had um you know i grew up with someone who was openly hiv positive since wow. like the early 90s or yeah. even late 80s and he's always been this very healthy very you know strong yeah yeah man um who's just you know so like hiv jokes were never like <laughs> like funny to me i never was someone who's like oh like eight like you know what i mean it's just i didn't have that and i i just had this very st- strong powerful view of gay men and who had long lasting relationships who um were successful and you know so my mom 
was just like, just be careful because I did one of, of her course. best friends did what was HIV positive, and even though he was living a healthy life, yeah, she saw how it affected his life the way other people viewed him, yeah, and she was just like, just be careful when it comes to sex. T and T um, was your father ever in your life? Yeah, my father was in my life until I was seven. And what happened there? Um, well, he just couldn't keep his dick in his pants, so <laughs> uh -huh. they broke up, and he moved out back to Mexico. And my father knows I'm bi. He um, just kind of ignores the non-hettero side a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just because I get like I get it. He's like this macho Mexican man, and like, so you have you know, a relationship with him. Yeah, I have a relationship with my father. Um, he's he said like some transphobic things to my ex, and I cut him off for a year wow. until he flew down. He flew up to New York to apologize to me and to mm -hmm. her. Um, and then he said something else homophobic and he apologized because I stopped talking to him. I, like, I don't let my family get away with shit like that, um, at all. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, everybody's, like, cool with it. And if people aren't, then I don't need them in my life. And I've just always been, like, I've never made excuses for anyone. Have you ever experienced, like, any kind of dis uh, discrimination when it comes to, like, a job or anything like that? Um... I mean, I really haven't had that many jobs. But like, as far as employed by other people, I've usually either been my own employer or worked directly with gay people like in nightlife. Yeah, gay people got a lot of money too, man. Yeah, we spend money. That pink dollar is strong. Straight up. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you open up to the gay. And that's a, a, a lot of why you see these shows start going gay. And I, I feel like, yeah, they want to push the agenda, the LGBTQ agenda. Which, do you, wait, do you think there's an agenda? Well, I think we all have, like, even Black Lives Matter, right? I think we, so agenda kind of sounds bad. No, no, I just. Yeah, yeah, no, but now that I'm thinking about it. But, like, it's just we have a purpose. Like, we have even, like. A goal. Yeah, we want to be treated equally. Right. Okay, period. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all want that. And we all are pushing for that actively constantly when we when we protest when we speak up about the violence when we speak up about all of these things right at the at the core of it we want equality for sure you know what i mean so it's like and and like that's an important thing especially in um right now with with, with queer gay bi and especially trans people it's like we're visible but with visibility becomes vulnerability mm. without certain protections in place mm -hmm. like and I think that's something that is not talked about a lot. Like we can be on TV as much as we want and we can be, have a spotlight on us. But a lot of times that comes with a lot of violence against us. Like if there's no laws in place to protect us from how hyper visible we come, we, be, we become, then it's almost like honestly put us back in the fucking shadows. Yeah. Because if you're not about to like put like legislation laws and have people like defend us or protect us then honestly like i would rather be live in obscurity where nobody yeah. fucking bothers us yeah and i was also thinking like how does being gay now differ from being gay then um i mean i can't say because i grew i guess i i became i came out in like a post grinder world mm. which means that like do you know? Do you are you familiar with Grinder at all? Yeah, it's like Tinder, it's, and then they have Grinder. Well, it's a little bit yeah. It's a little bit crazier than Tinder, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's in this like we can meet in online. We can meet in with. We don't have to go to like bars or yeah. crazy truck stops or yeah. be so in the shadows. Like we can still 
be protected, but we don't have to do it in person where we're like subjecting ourselves to to violence from strangers. Yeah. In that same way. Um so I guess that's we definitely have that to our advantage where we can be ourselves and be safer and we have a lot and to, and that's like another thing in, in New York City people have like this elitism about the north against the south like I'm from New York I'm absolutely like 100% like a New Yorker and I think New York is the greatest place in the yeah, world of course. but we have this bias that we think just because we live in New York that racism and homophobia and transphobia are less here than places in the south and I completely completely disagree with that yeah i think we just have larger groups of our people that we can kind of like feel safer where it's like we're like yeah it, because the same people that have the, those ideologies down there are the same people that kind of have the same kind of thoughts up here yeah and and a lot of times it's like we are so like in new york you can't walk to the bodega without running into at least 20 people on a summer day like you have twenty eyes on you, seeing you, yeah, for sure. judging you, for making sure. you feel maybe uncomfortable if you dress a little bit too feminine or you look different or look weird. Whereas, like in other places where you don't have to walk everywhere, you leave your house, get in your car, drive your car, go to the place you're going, get back in, and drive back. You only really have to interact with yeah, ten people yeah, within like twenty it. miles. Yeah, it's a melting pot. Whereas, like, here. imagine you go like ten miles in New York City. You know how many people you have to deal with and how much Daily like bases, yeah. you know either like whispers on your breath or looks how or much stuff stares. you gotta consume you gotta consume a yeah lot. and it's like you do and it and it will get to you yeah. but because we are we do have this big community it's it's a it feels safer but it, i want people to know just because we live in a progressive city it doesn't mean like all these isms and phobias uh, don't, don't apply yeah. <laughs> yeah um what was the hardest part about like being on the down low because I feel like a lot of dudes out here be on the down low. And yeah. they just, you know, terrified of coming up. Honestly, uh, the hardest and kind of scariest part was ab about being on, on the down low was just about my own um, sexual health mm. and safety. Hell because yeah. I was afraid of putting my face out there or putting too much information out there. And that off puts a lot of people and they don't really want to meet with someone. So I would have to res resort to like... I guess sketchier ways of meeting up with people or people who were just like would just be like oh like yeah let's go like whatever I don't care what you look like let's do it be what the hell do you mean like okay like um I would resort to like hooking up with guys who were sketchier who were maybe doing like oh, unsafe unsafe sexual practices because like, because you couldn't be out there with because, the cream of the crop because yeah you, you I would you have to go I, yeah I would have to go to like bars and like hook up with randoms <laughs> and blah 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 and like do yeah. this kind of thing because I didn't want my like you know my face to be out there and deal with like hell um, yeah yeah I would have to damn it's tough being gay no and and yeah that was like the toughest part and yeah and then and because it was I was dealing with these people who were just kind of moving a little bit shadier um, it would feel a lot less humanizing. Yeah. And you it would just be like cool. You imagine can't if get out. imagine if I could only fuck with whack joints. Or <laughs> just or just like you had to deal with like the the shadiest or like yeah. sketchy like people. sketchy people only. And that just was just like, all right, cool, we're done, move by next. Yeah. And that was the only experiences you've had with like your sexuality and and it didn't feel good. It didn't feel it felt super hollow. Like I still I have a lot of sex yeah um and but because i'm so open and honest about 
what I do and how I do things that like it doesn't ever feel hollow. I have very do you, do you think you're addicted to sex? No, no. I just I have a very healthy relationship with sex, yeah. and I take sexual health super important. I take prep every day. Yeah. Um, do you know what prep is? Yeah, that's that pill yes. that prevents you from getting HIV. Yes, it is ninety seven to ninety nine percent effective if taken as um as told to, which is every day. Um, and so you just take it every day, like you ain't like no. Even if I'm not, even if I have sex with like three people that month, like I still take my prep every day, and I still get tested once a month, every single month. Because, um, well, because I'm on Medicare, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's affordable to get tested, and just because I think it's a great habit to frequently get tested, even if you're not having a lot of sex. Because when when you're like, it's just a, it's just a habit, and it's right. a good habit. It's the best habit to get tested and know your status. So. Um, and this this pill, like you can have sex with somebody unprotected that has HIV and you won't get it. Yes, it protects you from it. And um, yes. and the scariest thing about what, what I want to what I want to say to maybe some of your audience that doesn't that isn't aware of what undetectable is. Um, undetectable is someone who's undetectable is someone who's living with HIV who knows they have HIV but they're on. Um, they're taking their medication and the medication is working so well that they're, um, they have a viral load that is undetectable. So even if you have sex with them and you're not on prep, they cannot transfer the virus to you. So if you're undetectable, you're untransmittable. Yeah. And I think that's what is so important to talk about. So, cause we have to destigmatize people who are living with HIV and it's the people who don't know their status who you need to be kind of cautious about how you engage with them sexually because I'm not I would I, I don't just I don't care if you have HIV I'll have sex with you I don't you don't care no most people want it like I guarantee you it's so much safer to have sex with someone who does have HIV who knows who's on their medication who takes all their medication than it is to someone who just doesn't know doesn't get tested you know what I mean? That's have that's, you have you done that? Have I had sex with someone who has HIV? Yes. Yes. And unprotected, without condoms. Not say unprotected because I'm on prep. I'm protecting myself because you have this pill that prevents you from getting. And because I know that they also are on their medication, and they nobody with HIV wants to get like that's like a that's that's one of those things that's kind of like it's like this myth that's like harmful to, to people who, who are HIV positive, that they're out here trying to split. That's not the majority of people who are living with HIV. It's just I remember, not. I remember, I ain't gonna lie, this is kind of bugging me out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember back like in the 90s, people thought like, oh, only gay people can have HIV. And like they had all of this like, you know, weird nut fucking ways of thinking, right? Yeah. Um, but from your experience, can you say that more gay men have HIV? I think it affects gay men more um, because just of how you get it. Yeah. Um, and just because anal sex is like, allows you to be more susceptible to. Right. Um, and women also like it. Because we, with people with penises, um, who are the inserters 
um, they, it's just a lot less likely for them to get HIV, especially if you're circumcised. If you're uncircumcised, that chance goes up, but it's still much less than people who have vaginas or... Right, yeah. No, I've I've heard that. Like, it's not easy to get HIV. No, it's not easy to get really any STD. (laughs) Have you ever had an STD? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I've had, like... Over the course of having had sex with upwards of 900 people, I've had about... I've had an STD, like, nine times. But nothing that I couldn't cure with a shot in the ass or a pill. And it's gone within 48 hours. <laughs> like, I know. And I'm, I'm candid about it because I... Yo! I, I'm, no, I'm not ashamed to say that I've gotten STDs because getting STDs is normal. Right. It's, it happens. People ain't talking about that. It's, it's, it happens. It's literally like... I honestly, if I'm being candid with you, I would rather someone give me chlamydia than give me the flu. Wow. I can get rid of chlamydia with a pill. Yeah. And I'm asymptomatic. I can go about my fucking day without even knowing. What about like herpes and shit? I mean, herpes is different. I don't, I mean, who, you know, everybody has a cold sore. Right. Well, 90% of the world has a cold sore. Right. I won't put that on everyone. But that's, you know what I mean? Are you normalizing the herp? I'm not normalizing the herp, but it is, it's normal. Everyone, how many people do you know get cold sores? And that's, that's fine. It's not, that means you're not contaminated. You're not infected. You're not some walking leper you're not diseased these are real people mm-hmm. who exist and they're fine they're valid they're worthy of love they're worthy of like yeah, yeah no for sure you know sure. that's that's just what it is like it's it's easy yes it's easy to laugh and joke and like you know what i mean but these are people who exist and we shouldn't just like you know and especially and especially like something as and i know and, and for women it is i and again i'm speaking with someone who does have more sex with men than than with women and when i am having sex with women i definitely do cut down on my um sexual habits with men um because chlamydia affects women's bodies differently than it does men like it chlamydia like literally does nothing to men like it's it's like like it just does nothing to us right. you know and um but chlamydia can leave some women infertile but which is wow. why i get tested like once a month every month so even if I do have something, and I don't know where I got it or who I gave it to. I can tell my partners, be like, "Hey, yo, dog, how you happened? know you had sex with nine hundred people?" Oh, it's easy to tell when you have grinder. <laughs> it's like because at one point I was like, when I first first like discovered grinder and discovered like how easy it was to like have gay sex, I was just like, "Oh shit!" And I'm about had, to go crazy. Yeah, I just I just got prescribed Adderall also, so I had like because, lots of energy. So because like men. Men are not like women, right? In the in the sense that we're men would men just want to fuck. <laughs> we okay. I want to say, like, say men just want to fuck, and women too. But women are just soci- not- no. We're socialized differently. We're raised to view sex differently than women. We're, like that's what I'll say. Like I like I, and especially when it comes to men and men, yeah. mainly with two men yeah. who obviously have been told like you can fuck whoever you want without <laughs> without consequence. Essentially, besides you know STDs. You just go crazy. You can do whatever. You you go you go nuts. Yeah. <clears throat> so like, so like being that the men are like the hunters, right? Can you imagine two hunters hooking up? It's just like, yeah, let's fuck. So now you can't have something like a grinder for men and women. I don't think it does. It it won't work. No, no, it won't work. No, I mean they've tried it, but it's it doesn't. It just doesn't work unless they you know, unless you're going to like some kink site like FetLife or. There's a thing called field specifically for threesomes what? for couples and 
Um, then there's another one called Pure, which is like specific hookup app where they'll find someone and you give you a time window to like go hook up with that person. What? Yeah, there's there's there are apps for it. It exists. I never I've, knew that. Yeah, I've seen plenty. Like you know what I mean, but. <laughs> I, it, they didn't, they're not as okay. So, so grinder on grinder, you literally meet someone and you say, "Let's have sex," and y'all hook up and have sex. Well, okay, my the way I use grinder is I kind of I have a filter where I go through like a certain type of like person. Like I want right, someone right, right. between this height, right. this weight, or this like body type right. or whatever. Um, and then depending on what they're looking for, they're look either they're looking for a relationship, dating, or just sex. To fuck. Yeah. And I'll be like, I can see those people who are looking just the fuck, and I'll start with like, hey, what's up? And then dick pic, dick pic, full body nude, face pic. What the fuck? And there's like, oh, cool, hot, come over. What the fuck? Yeah, and that's that's one of the beauties of being gay is that you can send somebody a dick pic, and they're like, oh, hot, yeah, let's do it. Like, yo, no, yo, 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 hold on, hold on. (laughs) Okay, so like, how many, since you've gotten Grindr, since you can, like, how many people, how many men have you been with? Since you got the, the oh, I'd say on the app, eighty percent of all of the men I've ever slept with have been through Grinder, and that's like how many people? I mean, I've had sex with over one hundred and fifty women, and I think I've had sex with like over seven hundred men. This is trapping anonymous. <laughs> it's queer anonymous. My name is Chris Styles. <laughs> Let's get it. This episode of Trapping Anonymous is engineered by Bunshanya Lunsford.